there! Welcome to the Healing Unscripted podcast, where we talk about all of the complicated, beautiful, infuriating aspects of healing. I'm Megan, and I am so glad you're here. Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. How are you all doing today? I'm actually doing fairly well, though I'm a bit overwhelmed because I recently launched an entirely new aspect of my business, which is mental health coaching. So I thought today we could talk a little bit about what mental health coaching is, what you get out of it, how it's different from therapy, all that jazz. So let's dive on in. So let's start with how coaching is different from therapy, because I feel like that's everybody's main question. It's not necessarily the most important distinction, but something definitely worth noting is that I am not a licensed psychologist or anything like that. I actually have no licensure whatsoever. I am just a person with a lot of lived experience with mental health issues, and I'm a writer who spent much of the last few years writing about and researching mental health, both for my blog and for mental health publications. So I have a lot of knowledge, but at the end of the day, I am not a therapist, I am not a professional, and that's important, you know, ethically for people to know going in. I think the biggest difference between therapy and coaching is that in therapy, you're expected to make all of your insights yourself, whereas in coaching, I'm there to share my insight based on what I hear you saying. So a therapist is there largely to guide you through your own psyche, while a coach is there to listen to you talk about your psyche and help you make goals based on what you report. Basically, I am not qualified to investigate your psyche, so I listen to what you say and we just go from there. Which leads me to the next big difference between therapy and coaching. Coaching is much more results-based. I love therapy, partially because it isn't about my results. It's time for me to explore myself, better understand myself, and improve in the process. Actually, that's what it really is. Therapy is about the process. Coaching is more about the results. Personally, I'm a very process-oriented person, so... Even though I just said coaching is about the results, my coaching can help you get the results you're looking for, Um, but I definitely focus more on process than other coaches. But it is still absolutely not therapy. Uh, Let's see. So what does that look like exactly what I'm describing? Um, Let's say your goal is to understand yourself better and to change your old patterns. I personally believe we can't just start changing patterns willy-nilly. I mean, if you could do that, you wouldn't need a coach, right? (laughs) You'd have all your ducks in a row. No problem. So I think first we need to take a look at how our current patterns formed and then start taking them apart bit by bit. So those are the key differences between therapy and mental health coaching. So maybe we should hone in on what exactly mental health coaching is. Essentially, it's an experience where you get to talk about yourself and your life and your issues, and I listen and provide outsider feedback, insight, and suggestions. It's a relationship between someone looking to improve their mental health and someone who knows how to help them do that. But we should also talk about what mental health coaching isn't. So like I said before, mental health coaching is not therapy. It's not meant to treat mental illnesses, whether it's bipolar, ADHD, depression, trauma, or something else. So that doesn't mean you can't do coaching if you have any of those things. It just means you should also be in therapy to help you cope with your illness. Coaching is not meant for illness management. It's meant for pattern breaking and insight making and small achievable goals. Okay, so what exactly can you get out of coaching? Let's say you're really struggling with executive dysfunction, which is uh, basically trouble planning, prioritizing, and executing tasks. Maybe you've been meaning to clean your bathroom for literally months now, and for some reason you just can't make yourself do it. 
This has led to all kinds of negative self-talk about how you're lazy and gross, and now you're in coaching looking for help understanding why you're like this. So in coaching, we would work together to do a few things. First, we would come up with some solutions for your executive dysfunction. We wouldn't diagnose anything because, again, not therapy. Uh, We'd just look for solutions that work for your brain. Do you need to wear gloves because the sensation of cleaning supplies bothers you? Do you need to listen to a podcast while you clean so you don't get bored? We'll figure it out together. But we would also work on easing up on that negative self-talk and replacing it with gentler, more validating language. Finally, we would work together to come up with a plan to help prevent this same situation from happening again. Basically, coaching can help you find problematic cycles in your life and then help you break those cycles and replace them with ones that are better for you. If this sounds right up your alley, you can check out my group coaching program, Shameless, Healing Toxic Shame. It's a 10-week program, and each week we'll meet for a live group coaching call on Zoom, then do some small homework assignments in a printable workbook. In total, it really shouldn't take more than one hour of your time each week, so it's a manageable task for almost everyone. Plus, I'm offering some super fun perks like the Healing Toxic Shame Adult Coloring Book and a free one-on-one coaching session with me. It's only available until July, July, goodness, January 31st, and I'm only accepting 30 clients. So if you want to join, make sure you get in quickly, and I will put the link in the show notes. I think that's all I wanted to say about the program. So before we dive into our meditation, I just want to say thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to know you're out there and we're connecting each week, just chatting about our mental health. Okay, let's start with a deep breath in through the nose, then slowly release through the mouth. Today, I want you to remember that no one is beyond help. Everyone, including you, is worthy of help. If you're feeling hopeless, this is your reminder that if you haven't found the help you need yet, then it's on the way. That might sound like wishful thinking, and that's because it is. But who's to say that wishful thinking can't work? Who's to say that we shouldn't wish? When did you stop wishing? It's okay to want things, even if they feel impossible or stupid or excessive. It's okay to want. One of my favorite definitions of life itself is simply, life wants. So what do you want? What are you wishing for in your heart of hearts, that place you won't let yourself go? It's okay if this feels a little unsafe at first. We have spent so long learning to distrust ourselves and our desires that initially, allowing ourselves to want is a terrifying thing. What if we don't get what we want? What if we fail? What if others fail us? What if we're wrong? All of these are possibilities. But nothing in life is promised, so why not wish for what we truly want? Why deny ourselves that part of our humanity when it won't protect us from disappointment or failure or pain? It only protects us from hope. Hope can be hard to find sometimes. I understand that. But it's there. Little glimmers exist at the corners of our vision, and instead of trying to hold on to them for dear life, Try simply appreciating them for the fleeting, temporary, beautiful glimmers that they are. Hope is not meant to stay around every moment, but it's also not meant to be banished. Hope is transient, shifting, hard to pin down. 
but it's so powerful. Its small doses can be enough to change absolutely everything. Today, you have permission to hope. You have permission to want and wish and dream of hopeful things to come. My hope is that they come to you in such abundance, you can't even believe your eyes. Peace be with you.